0: Welcome to the mom and dot, dot, dot podcast are your hosts, Suzanne Kearns and
1: Missy Stevens. We want to help you through everything that happens in the ellipses from your professional life to your emotional health.
0: You're a mom and so much more. Let's figure out what comes next together.
1: Welcome to the mom and dot, dot, dot podcast. I'm Missy Stevens, a mom and dot, dot, dot writer, foster care advocate. And today I'm a black eyed pea dip maker for our upcoming New Year's black eyed pea eating. Do you eat your black eyed peas on New Year's? I
0: have never had black eyed peas before. Are they actually good? eh, this (laughs) This is the problem
1: though. You've got to eat your black eyed peas. I think that everything is going to be solved if Suzanne just eats her black eyed peas. Uh-huh. I will put in the show notes, the greatest recipe. It's not my recipe. I got it from the pioneer woman. And I think she got it from her sister or sister-in-law or something, uh-huh. but it's, we make a dip out of it. So a lot of people make them like with ham hocks and collard greens and which is, I don't dislike that. Yeah. But it's not my favorite way to eat it. This dip though. I eat a lot of black eyed peas, like okay. it's so tasty. And we make a regular version and we make a dairy free version. And last year, everyone liked the dairy-free even more. So I'll post them in the show notes. Okay,
0: we'll um, do that. Is it vegetarian for my daughter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. it's
1: vegetarian. And um, actually, the I'm trying to think, is it fully vegan, the one that I make without dairy? It might be fully vegan. Of course, then I eat them with tortilla chips that are you know, <laughs> they're fried in a little animal
0: fat. So that's not vegan. <laughs> know. But you can find your vegan version.
1: Yeah, um, don't mention but, that
0: my, my poor vegetarian daughter who discovered that marshmallows are super not vegetarian she's like wait a minute oh yeah that's okay she that's tried to get me bummer. to buy some vegan marshmallows the other day I was like no like if you're having a marshmallow you just like all health concerns are out the window <laughs> but anyway um we oh oh, the
1: rails who are you
0: I forgot my introduction I'm Suzanne Kearns I'm a mom and dot 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 writer LGBTQ and sex ed advocate and today Uh, New Orleans road tripper. Uh, that's going to be a fun nine hour drive, I think, but also getting ready for the new year, no black eyed peas. Well, maybe now there are black eyed peas. Um, but just, uh, we actually don't have any plans yet. (laughs) We're trying to be, we're playing things by ear, you know, I have a feeling it's going to be
1: a real low key new year.
0: I know just sitting around eating our pea dip, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah. So if for anyone who did not listen to last week's episode, I feel like maybe you need to pause and pop over back there because it's It's short, like one of our shortest episodes ever it is, which that's amazing, but we are doing our self-love values get ready for the new year, knowing who you are, loving who you are. And we had kind of a step one and step two last week. If you're feeling crazy, you can do them out of order. I think it'll still be, you'll still be safe. (laughs) It'll (laughs) still work. It'll still work. But we're going to finish up with the number three and four this Mm -hmm. week. and which are
1: a word of the year and um, that kind of aligns with your values. And the number four is vision setting, creating your vision, maybe vision boarding, or just visioning how it works for you.
0: We're getting a little woo-woo with a couple of our things. I'm so proud of us, Missy. I love a little
1: woo-woo. I love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually very non-woo-woo, but this <laughs> I, I can get woo-woo when it comes to self-love and uh, getting a little more structure around our, yeah. our lives. But have you actually come up with your word of the year yet? Are you still thinking? Yeah, I, I have. Kind of have. I, I had a little list, and I'm really
1: the one that pops back in my head over and over again is delight. Oh, I felt like that was a little woo woo and weird. And I kept fighting it. And I'm like, no, really? And I talked about this last week that my go-to is sort of a negative. I mean, that's just how I was wired. And I've been working for years to undo that, but I don't want to miss out on the joy. And I want to delight in the things, even the hard things, whether it's knowing that when the hard thing is done, there will be something wonderful, or just in knowing that I get to do whatever this thing is, even if mm-hmm. it's hard. Um, so I just want to focus on delight. And that really does tie to my values of, you know, I don't have my whole list in front of me, but when I went back and looked at the things that I value,
0: mm-hmm. you could
1: kind of incorporate delight with all of them. So that's me. What about I you? I
0: love that. Well, Thank this you. year, well, you know, it's been a long time since I have done a word of the year. I think my last me one, too. God, was probably like five years ago. I did the word Edith. (laughs) You have to read. There's a whole post around the explanation for it. But no, there was this woman, Edith Macefield. She had a house not far from us in our old neighborhood in Ballard in Seattle. And her house was the point of the movie Up. Oh, uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, she had this little bungalow in the middle of this area of Ballard that was being renovated and she refused to sell. I mean, they were offering millions of dollars. And I just love that she was just like, you know what? That doesn't work for me. I don't want to move. I'm old. This is my to- house. This is where I want to die. And even though it was, Super inconvenient to a lot of developers. <laughs> I mean, right. they had to make a Trader Joe's that was like kind of U-shaped. There was a gym and like this Trader <laughs> Joe's. they had to like poop boop around. Um, but it's still, I don't think it's still there. It's this tiny little bungalow, just it's right comically yeah. next to like, you know, these four-story buildings or whatever. Um, but I <laughs> I thought like Edith, wow, what a badass that she was just like. Yeah, I'm super sorry that you've got to redo your entire plan for your Trader Joe's, yeah. but, I'm, that doesn't but I'm not moving. For me. It doesn't work but for I'm me. not moving. I'm keeping my house. It's your fault that oh, you chose this area that, you know, wasn't ready. <laughs> so that was the last time I did a worthy year. I was like, I just want to be more like Edith. But this year, I think I'm going to do intentional. Mm. Because that is just something that comes back. I feel like every single episode that we've done, whether it's getting intentional about decision-making or even I I hate to tie anything around food because I think that's so triggering and it's not an idea of like, I, you know, I want to lose such and such weight or I want to do this or even not even that I want to be like super healthy about eating. It's just, I want to be intentional. Right. i right. can be pulled into the gravity of a box of lucky charms that just happens to be sitting on the counter oh yeah and mm-hmm. i will eat six bowls without without even thinking twice about it which yeah. you know what if that was intentional if i was like you know what today I'm feeling super lucky charms and I just want to go to town this is on what it. what I'm eating. Like that, I think I could really enjoy like doing that versus right. just this, I wasn't even hungry, but it was there and I ate it. <laughs> um, so just trying to get more intentional about enjoying the things that I'm doing. And I, it kind of brings me back to Kara Harvey's thing about getting intentional about your time. And if you have dishwashing time set aside yeah, and you don't have to feel guilty about walking by the dishes yeah. all day long while you're doing other things, because you're like, nope, dishes are you know the three o'clock thing, and I got five hours till then to not even look at them, and yeah, then I'll just do it then. So I'm thinking, and same kind of intention around, you know, that this is this time. Whether it's for a nap, I mean, there's a difference between yeah. looking forward to a luxurious nap where you can just lay down and enjoy it versus feeling like you're passing out on the couch because <laughs> you're so overwhelmed. Just and normally. Done it today what happens
1: to me is i i always say i accidentally sat down <laughs> for some reason i sat down and then i stopped moving and if you stop moving then it's like the kiss yes. death.
0: and so so i think um, very much of it is going to come down to just being more intent. kind of like we've talked about we talked about it last week too us enneagram nines are super go with the flow. And it's Mm -hmm. super easy for me to be like, yeah, you're right. I should be doing that today or, oh yeah, like this other thing came up. I should do that. So trying to just be a little more structured and intentional with the way I'm spending my time and the way that I'm making my decisions. So that is what I'm doing. And, and oh, wow. even intentional about my, what's your word again? Not joy. Um, Delight. Delight. I'm going to be intentional. <laughs> Hopefully just being more intentional will uh, naturally bring some yeah. more delight into my life. It's just that
1: presence. That was, I think my last word of the day that i has been a, a word of the day, word of the year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We need a word it of the is day. day by day. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it is day by day. Mm-hmm. Um, word of the year. The last time I did it was a long time ago too. I want to say four or five years ago. And what I kept thinking and I had to boil it down to one word was just show up because Mm -hmm. I am a little bit of an introvert and also have this inner self mean girl and an Enneagram nine who goes with the flow. Like I would just find myself all over the place. And then I would forget to just be present. And so it ended up being presence because I just wasn't, I wasn't there half the time. My Mm. mind was At the last thing that I didn't finish because I thought, oh, I should go here or what? You know, I just was bouncing. I felt like a ping pong ball.
0: That was my last one, and I still
1: like that one. I still try to think about it all the time. Like we're just going to be present,
0: right here. Oh, maybe that would be my mantra. We had we had some mantras last week, Mm (laughs) so yeah, I need some. Uh, maybe it's not a bad idea to have a couple of words of the day too. maybe I, we'll have a, really a couple so. of uh, runner up words that we just keep <laughs> yeah. for as we need them. And that can just be something that we bring in for the day if we need it. Well,
1: and I think like, as you go through this, as you determine your values, we talked about that last week, and you really focus on loving who you are and finding that self love, you will start to learn the places where you have a negative self talk or where you struggle to be present or whatever it is. And you do probably develop some words and some mantras that are like, you're falling into this trap. you fall into. So just,
0: mm-hmm.
1: just be right here, right now or whatever it is you need or whatever. So
0: have you done the bonus exercise of taking a look at your word of the year and looking at it against your value list?
1: I sort of did. Yeah. I didn't
0: like sit and write it, but I did go look at my
1: values and just see like, does this make sense? Am I way off track here? And I need to like sit down and apply it to each bucket, but just at a glance, it does. It fits.
0: fits. What about you? Did you do it? I'm I'm doing it right now in live time. So (laughs) I'm going through my list of values. Um, so it would be being intentional about authenticity. Yeah. I, I, I would
1: say, or intentionally, I feel like, well, I'm thinking in podcast terms, like,
0: intentionally
1: seeking authenticity. Like, you know, we're looking for authentic guests yeah. and coaches and you're looking for...
0: That's true. Because I was having a hard time. It's was like, if you're authentic, you don't have to be intentional about it. It's just authentic. But we've talked about how we've had to not include a couple of guests that we had been considering because they do not align with our show's values and right. our values. So I do think that is being intentional mm-hmm. and putting a process around something that... Yeah, is authentic to us. Okay, that one checks out. Authentic uh, or no? What's my word? Not authentic. <laughs> Intentional. Intentional. Oh, Intentional. Intentional about connection. That I, totally that, fits. That one totally fits. Intentional about kindness. Mm. That fits. Intentional about. So feel like you kind of have that mastered. Security was one of mine. Ooh. Intentional about security. That might be something you work on this year, like to yes. figure out what that really means for you. I think that means I need to get a J-O-B, <laughs> job. what it means. Um, yeah, is that when we mentioned that we have a Patreon link <laughs> that you <all> can go <laughs> give us some money at? Um, and then intentional about fun and intentional yeah. about personal fulfillment. I think your word is perfect. So it does. I don't it have matches my... up
1: list in front of me I don't know where this fits in the self-love slash vision board. like I didn't bring my values in here to record <laughs> I it, we're no, just gonna delight in the fact that I am delightfully disorganized this week it's
0: currently as we we're are, recording
1: before Christmas and we're both crazy
0: yeah we are both crazy right now but no I think first of all I think that actually drives home the importance of actually doing the values exercise, because mm-hmm. everybody, I think my natural belief, and I think a lot of people probably lean to like, well, if it, you value it so much, then it's just like right there, like you should be able to just rattle off this list. And you can't. No. I have mine written down right here. This is how I'm remembering it um, and how I'm staying focused with it. And I do think, I mean, it's probably something you could just bring in your wallet and just be like, okay, check, 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 Does mm-hmm. does this decision I'm about to make you know, is this job that I'm about to accept, does this person who just invited me out to coffee, like, do they match these values? Yeah. Um, and I do think, I mean, if it's in the other room, it's hard to remember it. That's why. Yeah. I So I do think I'm a firm, firm, firm believer if doing a year of interviews with coaches has taught mm-hmm. me nothing else, is that this values exercise, like everything hinges on it. Everything Every hinges, on, hinges it. on it. And so do it, just do it. Go yeah. back to the episode, the episode before this, if you need to, if you need to figure yeah. out what and how to do that. But I think yeah. it makes a lot of sense. And then if you do this word of the year, you just saw how it was able to tie in with mine and uh, be able to just give it a little extra oomph. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like yeah, that. And it
1: starts to, the more you revisit it and the more you practice applying it to things, the more natural it becomes to put everything through that filter. Yeah. I love that.
0: I love it. Yeah. Okay. And so that brings us to this idea of the vision board, which I got to tell you, again, we've already determined that I'm not a super woo-woo person and that I had always kind of been like, that seems a little woo-woo, but right. I'm I've starting. Resisted it for sure. Yeah. I'm leaning into it more now just because we have had several people who we really respect <laughs> bring yeah. it up as far as things yeah. that they do. And in particular, uh, this is kind of not hard to talk about. It's confusing to talk about because Kara Harvey, we have already recorded an episode with her that does not run until the end of January. So right. that we are going to talk about some of the things it's a little preview of some of the things we're going to talk uh, about setting Kara, your
1: vision yeah
0: about doing this vision board um to get more in-depth information about that be sure to come back i think it's the third week of january she's got mm-hmm. a new book coming out the 15 minute yeah. what is it? 15 minute solution 15 minute <laughs> something
1: 15, <laughs> 15 minutes something oh uh, care i'm, I'm sorry. sorry we'll I'm look
0: so it sorry. up we'll edit it back in there <laughs> 15, It'll be fifteen-minute formula. <laughs> 15.
1: <laughs> oh like that that lady on the phone. So actually, Lucia, here like just, she reads it. Okay, sorry, Kara, but well, she, we'll have a whole episode about that. We'll talk. about Yeah, that we'll it just edit it. all this out. So, and She board. talks about it, and uh, Jenny Remington, who's from like if you go back in the wayback machine, in our early episodes, Jenny's been on a couple times. Um, I love Jenny. She has workshops. I want to say more than once a year, she does a vision boarding workshop. So we'll link to her website, but she does a whole, like, I I may be lying. I'm sorry (laughs) if I am, but I believe that there are some virtual options. Now it used to be only in person. Yeah. I think she may have some virtual options now. And, um, I mean, walks you through the whole process. And I used to always think like, Oh, I don't want to sit with a magazine and cut out pictures. Like, what am I a child? What am I making a poster? Yeah. You know, it's so much more than that.
0: And oh, also Megan Logan, who I'm going to hold up the book here again, yeah. uh, The Self-Love Workbook for Women. We went through uh, quite a bit of this in the previous episode, so mm-hmm. definitely check that out. But she had also brought up the idea how she starts every year with the vision board. And I was like, she seemed like the opposite of woo-woo to me. And so that totally. was one of the first very things grounded, that... Very grounded, very focused. Not that Kara's woo-woo. None of our guests is super mm-hmm. woo-woo. But I mean it just made it it legitimized it in my Mm -hmm. brain for some reason to see her after talking about all these, you know, super clinical things was like, and I do a vision board. (laughs) It's like, what? You do? Um, So I create this vision board and
1: then you use it as your sort of barometer as you go through the rest of your year. Like how does this tie back? to my vision. And so there's a real purpose to making it. It's not like a afternoon craft activity. Like it's really, has a purpose and you don't have to do it. Like you don't have to cut things out of a magazine. It can be, it can just
0: be words. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think that was another thing too, where I was like, I don't have the space to put up a giant board, (laughs) like where, (laughs) and that was another thing I was like, I mean, what am I going to do with this giant poster board? And like you were saying, am I just going to cut out cute pairs of boots? Maybe like that might be something (laughs) that you do. But I have seen examples of a lot of people who do their vision board inside their daily planner It's just the first couple of pages as you open it up it's just you know you know sometimes it's pictures you could draw something or it could be something you cut out of a magazine or it could just be some keywords that you wrote around visions but i think some of the things that kara harvey brought up that again it's going to be in more detail in that mid-january episode where i thought that one of the things she talked about that was really cool was just starting with what do i want and and really stressing the point that a lot of moms never just sit down and think what do I want? Yeah. And and it also ties back to the values exercise, obviously. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're doing all these things, you know, step by yeah. step together. Um, it could also tie in with that word of the year mm-hmm. and weaving that together. But I really liked how Kara recommends putting things into categories. Yeah. So it could be any any way that you categorize your life. So mm-hmm. it could be like, I want as a mom her. as a wife so, or yeah. as an advocate or as a writer or as a podcaster mm-hmm. like these are the th- in the different areas of me or the different areas of my life however you want to break that down and categorize it it, it just makes it a little less overwhelming i think yeah. gives it a little bit more structure yeah. um and then right. i like that her other recommendation is setting a 15 minute timer yeah she recommends that for a lot of things even if it's just like i need to clean my you know, pantry, or I need to organize the house or whatever, set a 15 minute timer. Um,
1: yeah.
0: and a, I think that is a great recommendation for so many things that feels so overwhelming and you don't quite know where to start and you're afraid that it will never end if you do start. Right. <laughs> so, right. I, a dumb story about this, but I know I've talked about cleaning my makeup brushes before. Um, oh yeah. And I've talked about and, how miners still have my wedding <laughs> goo on them. Yeah. Time to clean those. Um. <laughs> But I had
1: I this is a dumb story, but basically my younger son uses my hairbrush to brush his hair before school every day. And so I noticed one day, and then sometimes he needs a little help with like the sticky ups in the back. <laughs> and so I noticed like my brush was kind of grimy. I'm like, I really need to clean this. But I know myself and I know that for me, like cleaning that brush is going to lead to cleaning all the brushes is going to lead to cleaning out the drawer is going to lead to disinfecting the entire bathroom. (laughs) Like It may give your mouse if you give a mouse a cookie kind of thing. Yes. So he's getting a new brush for Christmas. He's getting his own same kind, but he's getting one. Because enough is enough. He's a big boy. I'm <laughs> um, a grown up. We're not sharing anymore. So he's getting a
0: brush in his stocking. It's like but, my daughter and I are sharing a blow dryer for two months. I'm like, right. You're know, yeah, like, what? why are we doing this? We deserve um, two blow dryers.
1: Yeah. Be, like He can have his own brush. It's so silly. And he'll probably still bring it to my bathroom for help, but whatever, it'll be his. So the other day I was like, I had Kara in my head. And I'm like, this brush does need to be cleaned. I had just read an article about you are supposed to clean your hairbrushes. I pull the hair out but I don't really clean them, clean them. yeah. And so I didn't set the timer physically, but I looked at my phone and I said, you have 10 minutes. These 10 minutes will not take away from the rest of your day. Clean the brush, just this brush, not all the brushes, not everything in the drawer, clean this brush. And that's what I did. And I gotta tell you, when I brushed my hair the next day, I felt so happy, it was so clean. Yay! (laughs) And it just felt so good, but I got that done and in the weirdest way it had been one of those things nagging at me. It made me feel like a slob that it was dirty. I mean it was just yes. again this inner like self-talk that's all dangerous and whatever. But just doing it was this moment of oh yeah, we can, you know, set the timer, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is you have and do at least part of that thing. Yes. And I don't know I, if that story makes any sense, but
0: No, it makes total sense and it's making me think about like it's so funny because, like, my husband, you know, helps out a ton around the house. I mean, he lives here. He he does his <laughs> right. share. He right. does he's his... not helping. He's contributing because no, of yes. what, what he all here, yeah. So he does things. Um, yeah. But it's always so amazing to me. Like, well, our son usually unloads the dishwasher, but my husband will get to the point where he's like, OK, really, our sink. <laughs> so he'll just unload it for him. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, like. I if I unload the dishwasher, and this is part of the reason I have to have my son do it, I will clean out the drain. I will clean the sides of it. I will get underneath like, you know, nooks and crannies. And so I'm just like, yep. Sometimes unloading the dishwasher is just unloading the dishwasher. It's not like sanitizing all of the filters and all of this stuff. And so I do. That's how I I am in the kitchen. So funny. Like I will be (gasps) scrubbing the
1: sink and sanitizing everything and cleaning the vent hood and wiping off the oven and you know the refrigerator handle that are always freaking sticky. Like what is wrong with the people who live in my house? But anyway, they're, they're sticky. They're always sticky. I'm like, what is on your hands? And why aren't you wiping it off before you touch the refrigerator? <laughs> so, that's another podcast completely. But anyway, <laughs> but I will suddenly have spent half an hour deep cleaning. I didn't have half an hour at that point. But if you're intentional about your time,
0: uh, you can then go do that one thing and then feel delighted about that one thing you did. Yes. Okay. I need to set, I need to set a timer. You know what I'd made yeah. myself and it was supposed to be for writing. I didn't make it. I bought it so that I would sit down and write for an hour. It's like, it's so beautiful. It's a sand, what are they called? Like the hours oh, of the like an hourglass, like an hourglass. Thank you. I'm thinking yeah. days of our lives. Yeah. Like, like, like sand through, through the, an hourglass. Glass. These are the days, are of, our the days. Day of our lives. <laughs> and, and I've used it like three times because I realized like I need something to ding. Because if I flip over my hourglass uh, and I'm cleaning the refrigerator, I mean I'll be you won't I, hear I'll it. be vacuuming the inside of the crispers mm-hmm. and then yeah, I won't hear the hourglass. but yeah. um so yes, I think a a nice loud timer. I love the one on my watch now, so okay, yeah, yeah, I just set my
1: phone. I'm always using the phone timer
0: for things. yes. And speaking but... if you give a mama a cookie, um, we were talking about vision boards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. but and, uh, yeah we we could set a 15 minute timer for when we start talking about something to see if we're still on that conversation when we get there but so yeah setting yeah. the 15 minute timer if you feel like doing a vision board is too overwhelming or whatever just set the timer start with 15 minutes yeah maybe maybe that first 15 minutes is just deciding what your categories are right and and then you know figuring out what your values are but then the next step that she recommends is just this big old Brain dump, and one of the important things that she brings up is that we th- usually think of this vision board of like for the year new year's resolutions are for a year or whatever mm-hmm. but like we don't know what's going to be happening 12 months from now so i really like the so idea of looking at 12 it days from now sometimes. oh my gosh yeah and so we talk about uh, Kara talks about it and we've talked about it with other guests too these idea of seasons And I just think that is a really lovely way of looking at the year ahead. Like, Mm -hmm. I know that my daughter is going to be starting applying for college next fall. So that's going to be a season. That's going to be as old as a season. I know that. And then we are, you know... The first part of the year, you know, what season is that? It's going to be probably a lot of planning around getting guests for the podcast. It's going to be, I'm finally rolling on my uh, proposal for my book. So it's probably going to be, it's probably going to be book season, that uh, book and podcast season, that first quarter. And so just really thinking about, okay, maybe I am planning for the year, but I'm not going to be like, okay, in December, we will be doing this. It's like, no, let's clump it together around Some either big activity that's going to be happening Mm -hmm. or a big event and really thinking about, okay, so how do I get intentional? (laughs) How do I think about that? So your brain dump and your vision board may just be for January through March. It might just be for January if you have a big thing going on in January. So really just make it work for you. It doesn't have to be the way that Pinterest says to do it or the way... That it, you know, right. you've done it before. Think about what is going right. to make it be useful for you. And yeah, I think really using that word of the year, Kara brought up that idea too. And you know what? And the a book playlist. Is the fifteen-minute formula. I have it there written go. down right here. There you go. <laughs> sadly, it has been written in front of me this whole time. When I was fifteen minute what? Fifteen minute I I have formula. Um, so that's the book that we're going to be talking about later in January. We're turning this into a real Kara Harvey episode, which I have no problem with because no. she's fantastic and she's helped us get really organized yeah. in the past episodes that she's been on. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see here, what other? Notes I was going to have-
1: talk about um, to take it back to this workbook, the self love workbook for women. Yes. Um, that's, I mean, it's helped me a ton. Think through my next year already and I'm not even finished with it but um one of my favorite things that I think really could help with developing your vision is to understand what you like oh, and I think yes I've talked about this before too on the podcast but for people who haven't listened faithfully to every episode I mean that's crazy who's not doing that <laughs> get on it yo people with a life I don't know <laughs> um but years ago a therapist said tell me what you like tell me who you are and I could not Which now seems crazy to me because from that moment on I would stop and think do I like this like is this a thing that I like and I mean just today I was on a silly text thread with some friends and birds came up and everyone was like oh I hate birds birds are so gross well the thing is I love birds (laughs) and there was a time in my life that I wouldn't have said I love birds and I piped up in a joking way um I'm like dude i love birds and if i had a place to put one i would totally have a bird that talked i've always wanted a bird that talks always since i read um was it super fudge they had the minor yes. birds. i mean i love birds and i'll put in the show notes one of my favorite books ever is called enslaved by ducks <laughs> it is the best and it's a <laughs> memoir of these people who buy a farm and they start with like a couple animals and soon they have like birds and ducks and it's chaos and I loved it. And after reading that, I was like, I'm getting a bird. And I've researched rescue birds, but no one else in my family would like a bird. And I don't really have a place to put like a giant bird cage. And they live forever, so it's a big commitment. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love it. And there was a time in my life that I wouldn't have necessarily known that I loved it. I wouldn't have given it any thought. And when that text string popped up, I i mean, it wouldn't have been like agonizing to me or anything, but I would have been like, oh, yeah, birds are gross and gone on with it. Yeah. But the thing is, I like birds. I like birds. I delight in
0: birds. <laughs> I think they're Yay! cool. And- oh, my gosh. OK, not to turn this into the bird episode. <laughs> But if anybody else delights in birds and wants a talking bird, my friend, Abby Matthews. Oh, that's right. It's one of my favorite
1: Instagram accounts.
0: Yes. Who does the Mom Writes podcast. She does Mm -hmm. not do it anymore. Um, But that's how we learned about Jenny Remington and Author Accelerator and the great mom coach or mom coaching, writing coaching program. And that's the author their accelerator is also the program that kj delantonia used mm-hmm. for her reese witherspoon award winning book uh chicken sisters but abby Matthews, who i adore she's just one of those people like i seriously will re-listen to that podcast even though it's been off the air just to hear her yep. i just love her yeah. she adopts every pet in the world. And one of my favorite pets that she has adopted, I made her start an Instagram account for, which is not super active, but I still highly recommend following it. It's called secondhand parrot. Isn't that what it's called? Secondhand parrot? Yes, I think yes. this bird is the best. It's bald. It is. It's <laughs> had a little stress. It has had a tragic life. Uh, it mm-hmm. has the feathers on its head But it has plucked all of the feathers out of itself. So that part is tragic and sad and not delightful. Yeah. It plucked Um, them because of trauma. Because of trauma, because it lived really smart. It lived with a couple that was going through a divorce and Mm -hmm. did not have a happy, delightful marriage. And (laughs) so, but this parrot did learn how to say things. And so (laughs) like for the first few months that they had it, it would just be like, shut up, Barbara. I'm sorry, I'm laughing because it's really it, sad that the bird and those people so went through it. But this sad. bird is so it's great, so sad. But I'm finding delight in the sadness and the fact that this poor bald bird, who, I mean, I guess the feathers don't grow back, poor thing. You know, it was so they stressed can out eventually. But I
1: think it takes, I mean, I think it's a major I effort. I think it and is. And maybe still... some birds, it just doesn't
0: pretty bald but yeah secondhand parrot highly recommend following that on instagram because yes. this, is, this part, and they'll do recordings of it i don't think i think it's finally over its phase i mean it used to just say i forgot all the things it used to say i oh can't gosh. remember either we'll i have to go, to go back get to some instagram because
1: it's yeah. funny funny like sad I mean, but, but funny
0: it, but it would like yell at it. So, like yes. it would just yell at things yep. because that is what it had learned to say Shout out, barbara that was my favorite oh my god so and it good. would curse it would curse oh. the cursing parrot but anyway For okay austin so, yes.
1: locals if you also are a weird bird person austin locals there's a nursery called the great outdoors um and in the shop they have a talking bird um, who's a little bit shy. He will usually speak to you when you first come in, but once he notices you're interested in him, he's like, eh, I'm done. We're, we're done with this conversation. <laughs> but, um, our friend Kate, Suzanne and I have a mutual friend, Kate Stresnick, who's been on the show, um, she and I love to go plant shopping and stuff. We all, we are both plant nerds, but sometimes she'll say, Do you want to go to the great outdoors? And I'm like, Yeah, I need to go see my friend. And she's like, <laughs> Do you even want to go look for plants? And I'm like, That too, but I need to go that see my you. bird.
0: Oh, I love it. Okay. See, I like birds too. I just, I take delight in your They're so smart. So smart. Yes. Okay. So, where did we start with this one, Missy? We well, we're, we're talking
1: were, about things that <laughs> make us smile, things we liked. And Megan has a great exercise for that, where she just prompts you to kind of fill in the blanks and think about it.
0: Okay. And so, I... so for people who do not have the book yet, again, we're going to reiterate that we do not get any money for you getting this right. book. Even poor Megan, who wrote the book, does not get money Megan for this gets book money. Uh, because of the yeah. way that the book Yes. So this is not a sales pitch. It is a truly, this is just a gift for you that was something that we have found that's been really useful and helpful so yeah um, she kind of
1: helps you narrow it down like or how to even think about it because I think when that therapist asked me years ago what do you like I was like "Uh, uh yeah start small like go through your day what do you like about your day is it your cup of coffee do you like the way the sun shines through your blinds in the morning do you like whatever it is like start to just Think about that and give yourself the freedom to make a big list and then go back to your values, go back to your word of the year, go back to the things you also like about yourself and just start seeing where there's a common thread. And I think that helps you then create your vision for the year. Like if these are things I like, and this is what I value.
0: And that can be part of your gratitude practice too. Yes. Which is another thing that has come up a million times is how critical and valuable having a gratitude practice can be and it's literally just writing down one of those things every day or not not yeah. even writing it down you can just say it to yourself like i really right. love the way that that tree filtered the light into my room i do you brought that up and i was like i do love my tree um yeah, she, well she has
1: it's just a almost a blank page but it's hearts yeah. but she had you think through like Parts of your day, go through each of those things and think about what is it you like about that, and then break down your job or your volunteer work or whatever and think about what do I really like? What is it I like about that? And for me, I haven't I didn't do it in the book. Again, we talked about not writing in our books. It's very hard. We are and for me write when in our I books. started to make a list, there are common threads of I find great joy. I delight in things that are nature. And hmm. uh, the parts of my volunteer work that allow me to be out and about in the world, there's something pleasing about that. Even like I realize, like my, my volunteer role as a CASA is a lot of paperwork. Mm-hmm. I don't love that part of it. I'm never sitting doing a court report thinking, I love this. <laughs> I do love getting in my car, going to do a visit, seeing the people. Usually we're seeing them outside. So you're sitting in the sun or whatever, because of COVID, we typically are visiting outside is what I mean by that. But um, there's just something about that relational piece, you know, Mm -hmm. and then I'm like, what do I love about my day? I love talking with the people in my family, like having an actual conversation. It's relational. I love when I, whatever I'm rambling, but you start to see these through lines that it's similar things that you love.
0: Yes and
1: i mean she recommends getting pretty specific which
0: yeah and i do love that exercise so fun i'm trying to find what page oh that's page 130 that's 130 yeah that's page 130 i was mixing it up with an exercise on page 45 which is a list of these are a few of my yes. favorite things um yes. which is kind of a fun thing to actually think about cuz sometimes you're like oh i love this and you're like ooh but what else do I really love? So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like favorite sweet treat, favorite drink, favorite sport, favorite place to be, favorite person, favorite hobby, favorite time of day, favorite book, favorite movie, those types of things where like, you know, it's the kind with- of things that you always get the teachers to fill out when you're the homeroom mom. Yeah, or, um, <laughs> yeah exactly.
1: Or like we our swim coaches fill it out in the summer for coach appreciation. Yeah, and we- way back when, when, before I had started to think through this. I would always be amazed that they would know what to write for their favorite drink. Yes.
0: And That's that was actually kind of how we started the podcast. It was like, cause we could not fill in this list a year yeah. ago. We could not fill in this list. No. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think we have made yeah. great, strides.
1: great strides. And one of my great takeaways from talking to all these coaches about how this is a living breathing process is my favorite drink in this season may not be my favorite drink in the next season. And that's Ah. okay. Like what I want to drink in the summer is very different than what I want to drink. You know, I may be all about a hot chai right now. Yes.
0: But in the summer, even your seasons of the day, what I want to drink at
1: (laughs) 7 p.m. (laughs) Right. Like if you're going to bring me a surprise little drink, well, I'm going to want black coffee in the morning. But if you're bringing me something later in the day, maybe I want iced tea. And if
0: it's even later in the day, maybe I would like a. bourbon (laughs) I love it but yeah Yeah. so I think that that's I love the idea of seasons how you can tie that to so many different things so yes I love you are a changing being and that's okay and I love the idea of just what are the things that make you smile yeah and that and again that might change through the seasons too and that might change every day and so that is an excellent way to do a gratitude practice and maybe it's not gratitude maybe it's What are the things that make me smile? I mean, it's pretty much has the same intention. You're looking for the positive side of something. Um, Like in Texas in August, the
1: weather doesn't make me smile. But sometimes (laughs) in Texas in November, the weather really makes me smile. Yeah, it's going to be 80
0: degrees on Christmas. So that's fun. Um, so yeah, I love, 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 love that. And so another thing that we would love for people to take the time and intention to pay attention to when planning for the year ahead, again, in the self-love workbook for women by Megan Logan is on page 139 is the comfort zone. I don't oh, think I'm going to yeah. be infringing in any copyright trademarks because it's basically just a bullseye. <laughs> if you're, yeah. if you're imagining this while you are driving in your car, it's a bullseye. Um, but doing this exercise of all the different possibilities in your life and all the different possibilities for the next year or your next season or whatever the case may be. And so, uh, in the smaller inside circle, you're supposed to identify situations and people who you feel really comfortable and safe with. Like that's your little, like cozy Mm -hmm. inner, your inner core of people. Mm -hmm. And the next circle would be some either limiting beliefs or insecurities or you know, things that are keeping you from uh, making either a pivot or to even consider trying something new. And then in the third outer circle, you're supposed to list all the possibilities for your growth and dreams. And so this is kind of a fun exercise we talk a lot about. I really think maybe I've accomplished one thing this year, which was trying stand up paddle boarding because it's the only <laughs> example I keep coming back to of me trying something new. I blame COVID a little bit, but I also blame myself a little bit um, because uh, it is hard for me to try new things. We talked about how long it took me to get over the fact that I thought I was going to park in the parking lot wrong. Um, And even just that was one of my limiting beliefs that that second circle would have been like, I am not going to know how to get on the board. I'm not going to know where to park. I'm not going to know where you walk to to go rent the the paddleboard. Like, uh, I'm not going to know what to wear. And that that ended up actually being an issue. (laughs) So, um, so those are, I think some of the new things that you want to try in the year ahead is a nice way of looking at like, what are some of those limiting beliefs, but then taking it to the next step and being like, okay, what's the baby step I can do? And again, Mm -hmm. back to the paddleboard Mm -hmm. example, anybody who's been a listener, you've already heard this, but it literally was just me one day, like while I was kind of around that area is like, let me go park there park? let me just go park like this is this is how a paddle would park <laughs> And so i went to the area where you park for it and i was like okay so here's where someone parks for it okay that's good and then you know the next week try the next step so it's like um, rehearsal i love the idea of rehearsal we can yes. rehearse we
1: never rehearse for this Some people <laughs> might think we should but we can rehearse <laughs> for things that may go wrong And like, it's like role-playing, practice it, figure Mm -hmm. out what you might say, or rehearse for where do you park? Like, I remember when I first learned to drive and I was, I I wasn't necessarily a terrible driver, but I wasn't a great one. And I had a terrible sense of direction, the worst. And this was of course, long before a Google map. (laughs) Um, And so we would practice, we would rehearse. My parents would put me behind the wheel and they'd go drive to school without us telling you how to get there. The place you've gone every day for years drive there you know drive yeah. what if you need gas where do you go where do you you know and i there's a classic family story of me going to the wrong gas station i won't tell it now but <laughs> we didn't practice um but you have to rehearse you can well you don't have to but that's a great way to get through to the next step and yeah. i i think it's a gift to give yourself and just say, it's okay. It's okay. I don't know how to do this. Here are the things I can do to learn how to do it. Yes.
0: But I, I like tying in your exercise. You talked about like what makes me happy? What makes me smile? What are some things that are along those lines that might be a stretch, or might be, yeah. you know, maybe Missy's gonna go to bird training lessons, or <laughs> who knows, <Dear> <laughs> how can we take your bird thing to the next step? But no, whatever the case may be, <laughs> Missy finishing her book this next year, right. me finishing my book proposal, which I guess eventually would also be a book. Trying the uh, there's a couple of trails in the area which I still have not gone to because I was like, I think I will. I have a thing with parking apparently, like, I always feel oh. like I'm gonna park wrong mm-hmm. or that. I won't know where to in our go. House. Oh, so bizarre. I mean, where does that even come from? Like, what oh. happened in my childhood? Did I get lost in a parking lot?
1: <laughs> I left in a parking
0: no. lot? I mean, my husband hates to go
1: anywhere that he does not know the whole situation.
0: Yes. So, so we no, will
1: definitely go, like, if we're going, if we can and we're going somewhere new, I'll be like, let's just go drive past it. Yeah. So we know how to get there.
0: There's that Barton Creek Trail where everybody parks kind of off the side of the freeway oh, there by yep. the mall, and I always see yep. the cars there. So literally, I know where you're supposed to park. I don't even know exactly how to get there, but then yeah. I have no idea. I'm like, okay, once you park there, where do you go? Where do you go? Uh-huh. Like, I don't uh-huh. even. I guess I could just stand there long enough to see, like, just follow someone,
1: follow some friendly-looking <laughs> people. Don't follow okay. the wrong people. You that know. is
0: my goal for the season of January because the weather's still going to be nice. There shouldn't it shouldn't be too crowded because it's cold and i think people go there for the swimming holes um yeah they do yeah so i'm going to i'm going to do it i'm going to go there and then my other thing that i'm trying to get better about this year is taking bear our big dog bear i get kind of embarrassed about his bad behavior of barking at everything whenever we go out in public but i think i may have mentioned this before um when we were fostering a dog a couple years ago like I took that dog into a pet store. It was not well behaved either. It was just a little puppy being all crazy. Yeah. But because it wasn't my puppy, I oh. did not feel responsible for its bad behavior. Right. And so I feel like I need to just start going to places feeling like bear is not mine. Like 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 I'm real so I'm funny. I am the good person here taking this bad dog for a walk. Like it's close enough to the Austin Pets Alive that maybe they'll think I'm a behavioral trainer like <laughs> doing exposure therapy for my dog who has never been on a trail with other dogs. Oh, I just don't even know what to do. Um, but, so that's another one that's, that's one of my rings outside of my comfort zone ring of just keeping my dog in our yard <laughs> and going yeah. for walks in places where he's not as likely to encounter other dogs. So, but yeah, I think that's a really good way of I'm just picturing you with this dog being like, when we find your forever home. <laughs> Yeah. We're gonna learn
1: to walk nicely for your family that is going to adopt yes. you soon. So <laughs> um,
0: I want to just buy him one of those vests, like it's like rescue dog vest, or like be patient with me, I'm learning. I'll get him I'm a little learned- vest. Maybe you
1: should get him a little vest, and then people will be like, "Oh, he's just learning." Because he make is just such learning. A vest? Do they make?
0: I, well, he's like
1: five. I know, it's, it's I know when we adopted Murray, that he had a leash that says like "I'm adoptable." <laughs> If like someone he tries always, to
0: take my dog. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you have to it have to be like I'm learning. It couldn't be adoptable. It should be like you'd have to lie all the time, which could that
0: could be bad for your mental health. I You're know. like, oh,
1: we already have a family I'm really interested.
0: Yeah. That does not go with my authenticity value and my <laughs> no. trust and truth values. No,
1: but he is kind of still learning because if you haven't taken him a lot of places and done that, yes, then he's learning how to do that. I mean, I yeah, like my dog has no idea how to go be in public
0: he doesn't like public. And so we just don't do it. I know. I know. And yeah, that's another part of me is just being like, well, maybe I wish I could ask him like, what, what are your values you bear? Like, do you yeah. even care that you're not out on the trail? Are you okay? Just being at your yard, barking at people and squirrels. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, i maybe I'll try once and see how it goes, but yes. Yeah. So I do think that there are things, you know, what makes me smile bear. Yeah. What's, what's something on that outer ring that would kind of make me smile if it went well? Going for a walk on Ladybird Lake. Not on the lake, but around the lake. <laughs> um, yeah. What are my limiting beliefs that my dog has the ability to not go shit when he right. sees all the other dogs? So, you know, and then the next step is figuring out some ways to work around that. So I think yeah. that that can be a fun exercise. Not walking my dog, but going through and kind of yeah. combining this circle the bullseye exercise with the uh, what makes me smile yeah. exercise. That limiting
1: belief thing i know we're trying like we have not done a good job of keeping it short we got to wrap it up <laughs> but i would love to in the new year find someone who would like to come on and coach us through getting through your limiting beliefs because yes all of this only works if you can identify that i feel like um And we're all carrying around a lot. Like my husband's deal with parking. Like he has a limiting belief that he cannot, that he cannot figure it out if he doesn't already know the answer ahead of time.
0: Yeah. Which is crazy. Of course he can figure it out. He's a very smart man. I (laughs) feel for him though. No, I seriously, like I just, every tingle sense to me is like, of course, of course, that's (laughs) completely logical. It's
1: (laughs) totally terrifying parking the car. (laughs)
0: He and I can never go on a road trip together.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he is so tough to road trip with. I gotta tell you, because he wants everything planned out and like no I yeah, I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not gonna embarrass him. But we had some adventures (laughs) this summer. And I was thankful for his anxiety around this because when we got to whatever town we needed to stop in, we already knew where the hell we were stopping. Yeah. Like there was no question, and we knew where the nearest bathroom was, and we knew there would be plenty of parking. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: it's and crazy. that's okay because that it's probably okay. that probably does align with one of his values as far yeah. as like yeah. I don't know like the yeah. preparation, you know, preparation, and, and now planning and yeah. that type of thing. And which, he feels,
1: yeah, you know, very responsible. But I don't. I'm not finding the right word. Like he is a he's a caregiver. He really is. And like, so he's caring for us by making sure that everything's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it can drive you crazy in the process.
0: <laughs> well, no. And I love that. And you know what, that does tie it all back. Cause we do, since we had promised to make this as a short episode and it will probably not, we got short go. episode. No, but I think that ties back to your values and, you know, respecting and understanding other people's values. So in addition to you doing your values exercise, it's useful for your kids, your spouse to yes. do theirs and understand and kind of communicate about that because it helps you understand that, like, okay, planning, preparation, security, that's really important for him. I'm making assumptions. I have no idea what I mean, you're, values You're are. right. Yeah. But you know him better than I do. <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> right. He did bring me lunch once. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> um, but no, so... I think knowing that, and maybe your values are like adventure, spontaneity, whatever. It doesn't mean that either person's values are wrong, but just knowing that about each other can really help make decisions together, work through some of those processes together. And yeah, just knowing that you don't have to change it. I think so much of our natural inclination is to be like, oh, well, no, don't be stressed about that. Let be spontaneous like me. Take take on my value of you know mm-hmm. this. Whereas like, no, it's OK for him to value that. And, you know, he has processes to work around it. Maybe, yeah. you know, work on some things to build a little more comfort into it. But if that's a core value, it's probably going to stay part of him forever right. and me. And you got to kind of just deal with that. Yeah. Um but I just do think that it helps with that relationship. And it just helps with us knowing oh, what were, were we talking about this with another guest? Especially as it's this time of year, you've probably already had your holiday dinners, but maybe even going into some New Year parties or things that you're going to be doing. If you know that you're gonna be encountering someone who pushes your buttons or pushes right. your value buttons because they have the opposite side of the spectrum value of whatever right. yours is, right? just knowing that about them and not feeling like you have to go change them or that you have to change to be around them, but just be like, okay, Missy's gonna Missy. Like uh, we had said that about some people, Suzanne's gonna Suzanne. Yep. We're not gonna change it. Mm-mm. She's not gonna change it. We set the boundaries that we need to, to protect ourselves, to make sure that it's not encroaching on or stomping on any of our values. Right. So there's right. still boundaries there. And as long yeah. as it is not putting you in a true bad mental space, you know, if it's just annoying and eh, if it is, you know, stomping on your values and doing something that is not mentally safe for you, that is very much different. That's different. It's different. But if it's just something that you're like, oh no, here goes, you know, this thing again or whatever. Right just kind of s- smile, <laughs> just mm-hmm. just know that they're doing their thing, let them do their routine and and move on. Yeah. And, and it may be that boss at a party, it may be that coworker, it may be that whatever. Yeah, again, knowing what your values are is gonna help that a ton. Knowing how to enforce your boundaries is gonna help that a ton. And I think mm-hmm. that, yeah, if you haven't listened to some of those episodes in the year, Past go sort through them we've done a lot yeah. of work around boundaries values i think that it can help yeah, and we're adjusting I mean doing zones a, a lot more in the stuff. year ahead yeah yeah so, so i know we need to wrap
1: it up but do we want to spend like a minute like literally a minute talk really fast about some of our
0: exciting guests that are coming oh gosh yeah just even in january Mm -hmm. Obviously, we know that we've got um, Kara. (laughs) We've talked about Kara Harvey and the 15-minute formula a lot. So she's going to be coming on. I would love to have Megan back on to actually vision board, do a little more specifics around the vision board. We have not invited her, so we'll see if that happens. But ones that we know are coming on, Jill Smokler, who I'm Mm -hmm. so excited for people who know about Scary Mommy, the website, Jill Smokler.com she is the scary mommy. She started that. It's the OG uh, scary mommy. OG. She started that. And then a few years ago, she sold it. Um, mm-hmm. And then she kind of went off the radar for a while and yeah. has just started kind of popping back up. And a lot of us know her for back, you know, when we've done writing on the scary mommy website. And just because she is like the nicest person who you'll try to introduce yourself to her at a conference, she'll be like, Suzanne, of course I know you. And like, even before you can say what your name is, yeah. I'm just like, how do you know who I am? You're amazing. So, like, she's just a really cool person uh, that way as well. But she's kind of coming, she's coming out of her privacy or her area where things have been. Um, I don't know. I don't know where she's been. I can't even make any assumptions. She's going we'll to find out a little bit about where she's been and what she's doing next. Yeah. And then Jen Mann. Who, where do I have her book here? has been here before. She was our first guest guest. She was our first guest She was guest. our first guest guest. And now she's got a new book coming out. I've got the advanced reader copy of Midlife Bites. It's coming mm-hmm. out January 4th. So actually, when you're listening to this, you can go still go pre-order it. Yeah. Um, it's Midlife Bites. Anyone else falling apart? Or is it just me? No, so we're all falling we're- apart. I know. No, and that's so, all of it. <laughs> so, so excited for her because just a, like a month or so ago, she was on Zibby Owens' must-read list that she did for Katie Couric Media. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was the one of the must-reads that you must read for January. Um, they also had KJ Delantonia's uh In Her Boots, which is yes, coming out later coming in the out. year. So yeah. we'll have to have KJ back on for that, too. I'm so um, excited to read In Her Boots. I just, I know. I just love the title. Yes. I know. I know. I know. And this book is really great too. I mean, anybody who's familiar with Jen Man, she just You know she's funny, funny lady. I mean, yeah, talk about authenticity and mm-hmm. and also connection and kindness. She's she's all my she's all my values in one. Yes, no uh, wonder but, she's your people. Yes. She's just uh she's a nice lady and she for all of us going through midlife, she approaches it with authenticity and with honesty mm-hmm. and just in a place that you're just you feel that sense of community and like i'm not aloneness and whatever yeah um and so yeah i'm really excited about having her on in january too so yeah that i mean gosh that pretty much is that all of january no we also mm, nice have before. linda we also have coach linda and uh, that's yeah. going to kick off january with coach linda your Interestingly enough, we had a lot of uh, technical difficulties with recording that episode a few oh, weeks ago. It was, ago. A tough one. It was so in the week of technical gremlins. It was it when was. Like, Amazon went down oh, and all kinds of stuff. Like, there
1: was something was wrong in the world and
0: but the sections of it that were clear were all oh about taking maternity leave, mm-hmm. which I don't know that there's a whole lot of people who are necessarily thinking around maternity leave, but I also think it applies to anyone who's thinking about a break or Or any type of pivot or switch and things that you should be thinking about. And there are some things specific to maternity leaves. But I do want to give a little, you know, end of year uh, shout out to some of our favorite people who are making those big kind of midlife pivots right now. So Nancy Davis Co who we had on for the Thank You Project. Mm -hmm. She was also a podcaster on the Midlife Mm Mixtape and a huge inspiration to us at a lot of the Mom2 conferences. And, you know, she shared her learnings and information about doing podcasts. She just had her final episode, Mm -hmm. which was, I mean, it was special and nice and wonderful and i'm excited for all the things that she's going to be doing but that was kind of an end of an era for the midlife mix tape podcast i know it's so good and you know Mm -hmm. what even though she's not doing it anymore there are Over 100 episodes that y'all can go back and listen to really inspiring people doing exciting things in midlife, Um, super inspirational. And then another big change was, um, well, not Christine Coe, but the Edit Your Life podcast with Christine Mm -hmm. Coe and um, Asha Dornfest. Asha Dornfest is... uh, Kind of, I feel like we need to have her on. She's I kind of still neither. in that, like I'm making a change. I don't even know what the don't change even is, <laughs> but I'm doing something. <laughs> I totally guess, actually, um, yes, actually. But so the Edit Your Life podcast is also amazing, and again, yeah, there's there's a zillion episodes to listen to in the past where Asha is on there. But Christine is going to continue it into the next yeah. year. So very excited to see. What direction that goes, but the yep. Edit Your Life podcast is not going away, just Asha Dornfest. So, wishing her all kinds of exciting well wishes on this new adventure. And yeah. hey, yeah, maybe we should hit her up to come on here. I think that'd that yeah, be think really fun. Be great. And I'm sure there's lots of you making these big decisions and big changes for the year come ahead. Come tell us, like, yes, come, go to the Facebook group. And if you're
1: not already in the Facebook group, ask to join it, and we will say yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the rigorous standards for getting in. And um, tell us, like, what are you doing in the new year? What's changing? Where are you pivoting? Or what are you thinking about?
0: Yeah. And we will get on guests to come and specifically mm-hmm. answer your questions or just to talk about subjects that maybe are giving you a little tingle or tummy flip this year. And yeah, we'll we'll. gosh, I'm so excited about the year ahead. I cannot believe it has okay. been a year since we have been doing this and a year oh, ago
1: right now we were panicking like putting out first episode getting our cla offices oh all set up
0: trying, trying to, to figure out a logo researching yes, microphones sitting
1: on the floor of my closet <laughs> you and Canva me and Canva like it's pretty fun pretty fun
0: we still have a credit for uh, fiverr for some logo yeah. we made our own logo Ooh. anybody who likes our cute little logo back here we did that's, it. That's Missy and Suzanne right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes. So yeah, all kinds of good stuff coming in the year ahead. But we'd love to hear from you of what you would like to hear more of, uh, see more of, all the good things, and just yeah, and just tell us what you're up to. We love hearing yeah. from you. So yeah, uh, go into happiest, the happiest, happiest New Year to all of you. Thank,
1: Thank you so much year. for being
0: with us for a whole year and for this whole longer than the short yeah. episode that it was supposed to be. I mean, we, we tried. I it's know. never gonna happen No, <laughs> last and week was kind of short we did it ish uh, <sighs> yes yeah, yeah. so thank you so much for being with us and thank you to missy for being on this adventure together for this past year it's been thank so fun thank you for having me bye all right y'all see you next week 2022 <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for the Mom and Dot 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 podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show today. And if you know someone else who could benefit from today's episode, be sure to share it with them. Also, please subscribe and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find links to all the things we discussed today in the show notes over at our website momandpodcast.com with the A-N-D spelled out. In between shows, you can find us at the socials, including our private Mom and Community Facebook group. You can find links to the group, all of our socials, and our questions and comments section over at our website, momandpodcast.com. Thank you so much for your support. We appreciate you so much. Now go out there and make your ellipses count.